Welcome to Community Cocktails with Kimberly, hosted by Kimberly Woodard, a realtor for nearly 20 years with Ebby Halliday Realtors. Join her every first and third Wednesday of the month as she meets with the top community influencers to help you get to know the area you want to call home. Don't just love your home, love your community. And now, your host, Kimberly Woodard. Welcome viewers to this episode of Community Cocktails with Kimberly. This is such a treat for me um, to be able to give you guys this information today. I know after the holidays, and by the way, Happy New Year, um, it, you start to think, you know, maybe the house that you're in is too big, or maybe I want to capitalize on this great seller's market. So today I have my team here and that is going to help you with some tips if you're thinking about selling your home. It's not as easy as just plopping that sign in the yard, which everyone thinks is just gonna, I'm gonna pin my sign in the yard and I'm gonna get the top dollar for the marketplace. No, not necessarily. Um, we've got some stuff that we need to get done and get preparation so we can get you that top dollar. So let me introduce my guest today. I've got Jeff Janast, um, and he's with Town Square Financial. I have Jeff Price here with Chicago Title, Thank and you. I have Don Brown with Snapdragon Staging. So welcome, guys. Right. Thank you. <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy New Year. So let's talk and let's start with Jeff. Right. So the first question that a lot of my clients, you know, they're really wanting to capitalize on this marketplace, right. but they're like, okay, I can maybe sell my house this weekend. Right. <laughs> Where do I go? Right. There's yeah, no so, houses, right? Right. And they're scared to do that before having some place to right. go. Maybe, you know, in most markets and, you know, unless they're maybe deciding to take a leap and do a whole, you know, outside the area direction. So let's talk about the yeah, options. Yeah, no, that's, uh, you know, I, I think a lot of our clients right now are having that same dilemma. And so really what, you know, I, I talked to the clients are the different options that they have, which is not selling their property, you know, prior to to buying another property. And, right. and the first thing they got to find out is, can they qualify for both properties? Right. And generally what I would say is most people can qualify for more than they think. Right. Right. They ever said, I can't afford, you know, two, two payments at the same time. Right. I can't afford that. And there's no way I'm going to qualify for that. Right. Well, so we start breaking it down, breaking down the numbers to them. And most of the time they can qualify. Uh, in most cases, we're finding that out, you know, and if they can't, we do like bridge loans. Yes. So bridge loans is a big factor whenever you have to do a bridge loan to sell your house or when you're not selling your house ahead of time. So the bridge loan allows you to get the financing, the equity out of that house right. uh, ahead of time. And, and, and until you bought, until you find the property you want to buy, you can have that set up as a, as a, as a loan and you can close at the same time on those two properties. So that, that's a big one. And it's a very expensive option. So I always talk to people like, okay, that's going to be your option C. Right. So then we're going to go to different options and see what else we can do as far as getting you qualified prior to having to get a bridge loan, if you will. Right. So uh, one, one that we always do is, is we talk to them about once they, we find out they can qualify is doing like less down mm -hmm. on the new home, right? Because everybody's trying to pull the equity right. out of their oh, current sure. house, right? And, right. Uh, uh, and you can't always, you know, there's different ways you could pull them out. You can do home equity lines of credit and you need to talk to us first if you're going to do that because um, then you got to qualify with that home equity line of credit. So that, that's one way. And, and, and putting less down, everybody gets concerned about their mortgage payments, right? Like right. now I've got this. I'm buying this other house and now my payment's gonna be way too expensive for what I really want it to be, but there are options on that. We have what's called a recast mm -hmm. loan. So recast is a big one. So 
after you sell your property, you've moved into this new house, you've, your mortgage payment's higher than you want it to be, you've sold your home, and now you can take that equity from the sale and apply it to your current mortgage, and they'll reset your payments. I just talked to a client about that option because right. that was what they were looking at. They had you know, heard about it, right. um, and we were discussing um, that as an option for them, especially they're you know, not local, but they're coming from out of state. Right. They don't want to sell. Their market's good, too. <laughs> right. Right. But they're like, so they're like, we want to make sure we have a place to go to before we get that house sold. So. Yeah, and, and a lot of times what we're finding out is I'll start talking to clients about putting less down and their mortgage payments being a little higher. But I start evaluating and I tell them to talk to their financial advisors. They have yeah. one. Uh, but a lot of times they'll end up just keeping the less down on the property. They'll go pay off all their bills. Like they'll pay off cars and yeah. credit cards and all their debt. And then they're in a better position anyway. And they end up having a lot less payment anyway, you know, when it's all right. said and done. So they don't always apply the recast loan. They'll just go ahead and take it. Even if it has a little bit of PMI, the private mortgage insurance, yeah. which everybody assumes is going to be a lot of money per month. And right. it's usually not nearly as bad as you think. And that's yeah. what I would tell people is the Let's talk. Let's kind of go through the different options. Um, one thing, too, I always like to bring this up, too, when you're doing that, is if you have 401k, you can do a hardship on your 401k, okay. taking out 50% of your balance up to $50,000 or a, a home, even if you own a home now. Oh, wow. So that's, that's always a good option. That's a lot better option than getting a bridge loan because you're not you're paying yourself back in. Right. right. There's no right. cost. So very nice. Well, those are great tips. There we go. You know, definitely things for people to consider, right. you know, look at either your options and maybe, you know, if you are a little nervous, this is the time to kind of buckle up anyways. When you're going to buy a, a home, you should be, you know, not making these big um, expenditures anyways. But no, that's great. Um, well, Jeff, prize. <laughs> Jeffy. <laughs> Two Jeffs on one couch. We had to get us both on one couch. <laughs> That's right. So, you know, people don't really consider um, the title end. They just think, okay, that's where I go to, you know, sign my paperwork, right. you know, at the, when it's ready to close. They don't really right. think of all the other things that you guys do. Sure. And why it's important for, you know, the preparation of the sale. Of right. What they need to make sure ducks are in a row. Right. Um, so many times, you know, people have paid off, you know, especially in this um, market where we've got um, people who maybe it's an empty nester. They've lived in their home. I, mean, I have one right now, but, you know, they've lived in a home you know, for 30 years. They're original owners. And um, maybe they have the houses paid off to make sure that lien is filed. Correct. Correct. And how many times do we see that? That it's not yeah. bad, but not recorded. <laughs> yeah, we see it. Um the interesting thing is that once you do pay it off, the bank's going to do one of two things. And right. that's they're going to mail the lien release directly to the county for filing mm -hmm. or they're going to mail it to the homeowner uh -huh. with a letter that says upon receipt of this document, it needs to be filed. So either take it to the title company or take it to filing directly. And you'd be surprised how many people when we do file a lien or excuse me, when we do find a lien mm -hmm. on a free and clear property that have the letter directly from the bank and maybe they've been sitting on it for six or 10 years wow. and it clearly says, take this for filing. Yeah. Turns out it's a real easy fix because we can just take that original, right. confirm with the bank that it was paid off and then we'll simply file that with the county and take care of it. Wow. So it can be simple if you do keep your records, right. keep all your paperwork. 
the most popular document that we get calls about are surveys. Yes. And, you know, if if you went through a closing process, you had to acknowledge a survey. Right. That's part of the stack that we present in every closing. So people call and say, I never got a survey, but if you got your documents from when you sign, <laughs> yeah. the survey's buried in there. Yes. yes. Um, in today's market, we'll accept surveys as long as they're legible mm -hmm. and as long as no structural changes have been made. So it doesn't matter the age. People think that a five-year-old survey versus a 20-year survey, if the structure is the same and there haven't been any structural changes, right. then the survey's still good. Yeah. So. Wow. Sometimes you can call your lender for that survey as yes. well. Yep. Correct. Yep. Yeah. Eric, you can call me and if I was your realtor, have it in my database. And I have pulled numerous surveys um, for people, just even when they have decided to even do structural changes. You know, sure. They've been in the house for some years and they're you know, maybe thinking of adding a pool or you know doing some landscaping changes because those are all things that um, the those services will require um, a copy of the survey um, on it. So, but the other thing is in this marketplace, HOA docs. HOA docs are big now. Yes, yes. Oh my God. And so let's, you know, why it's important to go ahead and order. And we used to always just wait, you know, we get the contract executed and then we ordered the um, HOA. HOA docs. Um, why, why is it so important nowadays? Well, with option periods now next to nothing, right. so where we used to see seven or 10 day option periods or even longer, now we're seeing close to zero. Right. People in order to get the house under contract are saying, hey, we're gonna buy it with no option period. So to have the HOA docs available where that is part of the contract in regards to how long it takes for us to get the documents and deliver them to the buyer. Right. Um, it's very convenient and easy just to go ahead and order them. Maybe when the house is uh, being signed up for the listing. Yeah. Um, that way they're ready. Once it does go under contract, these management companies take anywhere from seven to 10 days to generate the package. Mm -hmm. uh, we will prepay for that service for the client. And then they just reimburse us uh, as part of the closing. But to have the documents available right after it goes under contract is a very positive route for the buyer. That way, if they do object to anything within those documents, it's very early on in the process. Right. And it's also a benefit for the seller because for the seller, you know, it eliminates that buyer's number of days to get out of the contract too. Correct. And um, when we leave it where you know, maybe they have that zero option or two day option, but then they still had 10 to 15 days for, you know, to get the docs. Once they receive it, they only have three days. So it just cuts down that timeline. Sure. So, and, really. and people or a seller may think that, Hey, I have all the HOA documents. Right. I just bought this house two years ago. Well, we understand that, but the management companies unfortunately make us order a whole new package right. that will provide us with a statement of account. And the other really crucial part about that are violations. Mm -hmm. So a buyer will not know if the seller is under violation with the management right. company. Um, that resale certificate, that's going to tell us what's going on with that specific property in the HOA. Definitely, definitely. And I've seen some where there were violations in the 
motor's like, what? So, but you know, all, all got clear, but you have to go through a process is the whole thing. There's a process uh, for everything. So. Yeah. And the buyer is going to assume those violations. So if they're not addressed prior to closing, they're buying the house with damaged fence that doesn't meet the bylaws of the HOA. Yep. Yeah. So additional cost for that um, buyer. (laughs) That's right. Um, so also if you're in a trust, Correct. let's talk about trust and LLCs. Maybe you're that seller that has put your home in that. Um, yeah, so very common today that we're seeing properties that aren't vested in title individually. Mm-hmm. They're now being vested in an LLC or a corporation or even a trust agreement. Right. The biggest challenge when that is vested Um, in that fashion is getting those documents from the seller that support that they are the owner of the entity. Um, It's surprising how many people have their property titled in an entity that yet have no formation documents to support that Kimberly is the trustee of the trust. Right. Mm -hmm. And so that can cause a delay if you're not organized or prepared with those documents that we have to have those in order to review to make sure that you are the proper signer on behalf of those entities. Oh, definitely, definitely. Most well, times they haven't seen them in, in years, right? right. Correct. Oh yeah, I got a trust and we're good. Yeah, that's why I get with him, please. That's right. Uh, so- because then we'll have to make sure that, okay, that that entity is in good standing with the state. And the other crucial part of that is the bank account tied to the proceeds of the sale have to match the entity where the yep. property is vested. Yep. And just because you're the trustee of the trust doesn't mean that that bank account is part of the trust. Right. And so our money has to go to the trust account. Yep. And that's yeah. a good point to say, because wow. I have seen that happen where sure. at the last minute they're like, what? You know, yep. and they're all freaked out. So things have to, you know, they have to get some things uh, done uh, <laughs> in a panic and of right. course they're stressed about that but if, you know again it goes to preparing okay. getting everything in your ducks in a row before you you know put that house up on the marketplace right. so well now you know to our crucial part another right. crucial part you know everyone thinks you know don now in this market you know i don't have to get my house ready i can it can right. look lived in like right. quite lifted. I will say when you guys, my uh, boys, you know, my house is always has to be show ready. <laughs> like I go into a panic mode. If I see laundry on the dining room table, even for an hour, I'm like, <gasps> you know, what if someone came by the house? <laughs> so yes, that's now everyone knows my secrets. Um, but you know, it is, you know, you know, people think, oh, you know, it doesn't matter. I don't have to get the house ready. We'll just leave it as is. People can just see it. They're going to want to buy it. No, that's not really <laughs> the truth. <laughs> I have noticed when I go online and look at homes that they've done that too. They just yeah. put up pictures and you see people's toothbrushes and, you know, dirty towels on the floor and everything. And, and for me, I would be, no, I don't want that house because they didn't take care of their house. Right. So me as a stager and a designer, I would go in and say, you know, just clean everything up. Right. Um, you know, if you want to have your toothbrush or whatever ready because you, you haven't moved out yet, 
put it in a basket, put it underneath the sink, okay. everything you use. Um, and just make it look nice and neat and clean at all times because people are going to walk in and they want to see themselves living in that home. Right. Sure. Right. And if you have your house in disarray, you know, they might say, oh, they didn't take care of it. So I can give you a lower mount, you know, right. all yep. price on the house. Right. And you know, I think that that's, it's kind of crazy. <laughs> well, especially in this marketplace, you know, I tell people, you know, think that you're preparing your house for a party. Right. You know, yeah. how many times do we, you know, we're getting, we're going to host a party and we're doing all those, you know, honeydew items that we've been putting <laughs> Everything last minute. Like, oh, we're gonna paint the walls. And you know, you're doing all these kind of things that you're because you want your friends right. and family to, you know, think that wow, this is you know a beautiful home. Well, right. that's what you should be doing you know, for exactly. this marketplace. Yeah, right. Exactly. In order to capture, you know, those buyers. Oh, and you want to get the most for your home. Correct, right. correct. And I think that if you stage and make it look nice, you will get what your home is worth. Yeah. Right. You put it on the You eliminate buyers if you don't, right? Yeah. Right, exactly, yeah. exactly. And it doesn't have to be, let's talk about staging. You know, sometimes people, you know, get so nervous about staging. They think it's it's not decorating. It's enhancing the house it's enhancing the house so it's not going and buying that million dollar painting right <laughs> you know it's making your home look comfortable looked like someone would want to move in right away um and making it look nice clean and neat right um take down all of your i know this sounds really bad but take down all of your personal items because Quite frankly, people don't want to come in and see, you know, your marriage picture of 20 years ago or, you know, your kids. Um, they want to just go in and see something nice, neat and clean that they can say, hey, I can put my stuff here, right. my stuff on the wall and make it look nice and clean. Yeah, I agree. You know, you know, I always also say, you know, people have, you know, everyone has their things that they collect. Right. You know, maybe downsize your collections, downsize some of your things that you have, you know, around opening those spaces, you're going to be moving a pretty quick problem. <laughs> Just put it in storage. Yeah. Just put it in storage. Yeah. Store it yeah. away. And yep. Or it's a good time to um, get, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. <laughs> yeah. Yes. If this is, if you were thinking that you need to get rid of things, this is the perfect time right. to do exactly. that. Um, but I agree, you know, going in um, just, it's a different, uh, um, when I open the door, and a house is all tidy, whether it's been updated or not, it's going to have a different vibe than I walk in. And it could be the most, you know, greatest house updated to the T, but if it looks like it's been lived in and I see, you know, everything clothes all over the place, the kitchen countertops, I can't, you can't see what the house has. Right. And so then you're like, oh, did I walk in? Did they, were they expecting me? You know, it's, right. you know, it is amazing. Um, a different vibe, which in turn brings your buyers uh, that are coming in it looking, oh, maybe they're turned off. Maybe they're just turned off because they feel like, you know, the house wasn't taken care of right. because right. they did 
and they didn't care enough to get the house ready for you to come in. It's such an emotional transaction or yes, emotional right. response when you walk in. I mean, I can't even imagine, you know, when you at places bad, I mean, you're going to focus on right. the negatives when you walk in, right? right? I mean, versus the positive, having someone right. who's professional says, hey, here's how you need to do it. Here's how you need to put everything and, and, yeah. and do it that way. I would for sure think you would get your, maximize your seller. Well, it's also the awkward places in your home. Yes. So if we can stage the awkward places and make it look like, oh, that's a really cute idea. I could do that, yes. you know, um, then the house isn't that awkward. Right. right. But if you have nothing there or if you have a bunch of clutter, people can't see that. Right. I agree. Then I've seen it where we've restaged uh, family rooms oh, yeah. um, where, you know, People were like, this is an awkward layout. I've never been able to, you know, I, we go in, we stage it, and they're like, oh, I've been living in this house for 10 years. <laughs> and I didn't know that. Exactly. <laughs> and so it makes it such an appearance. And then we've taken out, you know, that negative out. And always take the negatives out of the house is what I always say. We don't want a buyer to ever think negatives. Everything should be a positive. Right. So, no. Um, so it is, again, it's important to still in this marketplace, get the house ready, right. you know, have a stager come in, give you tips, give you, you know, ideas, um, you know, go over, especially if there's those rooms that you've just have been like, Oh, I've just stacked things in here because I didn't know what to do with the space. Well, guess what? The buyer's not going to know what yeah. to do with that space. So let's give them an idea for that. Right. space. Absolutely. So, well, I have learned so much myself. <laughs> Yeah, I think everyone has and I know my viewers out there, you guys have definitely probably learned a lot. Um, and you know, now the next step after we've done all this is for me to put the house on the market. <laughs> Ready to go. <laughs> but if you're, you know, I've got everyone's contact information here to contact them if you guys have any questions. And of course, I'd love to be of service to you as well. Um, so cheers to everyone. Cheers to this. 2022 years. Yeah. Here we go. Icon. <laughs> 2022. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. If you'd like to contact Kimberly with your real estate needs, you can reach her at KimberlyWoodard.ebby.com. We hope you enjoyed our guest this week. And remember, don't just love your home, love your community.